Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out my books and or Empowered University at www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. All right. Welcome to this episode titled, Your Feelings Are (laughs) Valid. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel like I had like a movie theater voice going on. Um, or a movie trailer voice. Anyway, I titled this episode, Your Feelings Are Valid, because honestly, I've had some feelings lately. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like I want this to be maybe a bit more, it'll be, a, it'll be a tad educational, but more of just kind of a bit of a motivation um, that your feelings are valid. Because I feel like if you're here listening to this podcast, it's because you have lots of feelings and they come out pr- pretty often. Um, and sometimes we we judge our feelings or sometimes we feel like feelings are inappropriate or we question if we should have them or how much we're having them or all the things. So I just want you to know that even though this podcast very much is dedicated to helping you with that, um, helping you feel in more in control of your emotions, helping you feel more empowered and happier. You know, if you have feelings come up, any kind of feeling across that whole range of feelings, that they are valid and it is okay that you have them. Even if you're having them 27 times a day or maybe just, maybe just once a week. (laughs) Okay. Your feelings are valid. So, um, I, I noticed something. This is what I'm sharing with you. Um, you know, I want to I wanna help us validate our feelings, no matter the context or the trigger or the association um, that, you know, is kind of connected with those feelings and, and that they're coming up. And I think by now I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and list off a list of feelings. I feel like you probably know what feelings are, or at least the ones very common to you. <laughs> um, and... Uh, I just kind of, I started noticing a bit of a, a pattern or some some bits of categories when it came to um, the associations that we can have with our feelings. This is going to, I know this probably sounds really confusing, um, but I think it'll make sense in a minute. I just started noticing kind of how they, they tend to fall under these, these, dis, oh my gosh, these different categories words. I got this. I got this. Anyway, so I noticed four, and by no means is this an exhaustive list. Did I kind of make these up? Yes. Uh, I named them my own things. I did not get this out of any kind of research or books. Um, Well, it's, you know, it's compiled from, of course, all of the stuff I've learned from life and reading and all the things in the past. But regardless, I've just kind of found these four categories and I just wanted to share them with you because I know for me, sometimes it can just help 
me understand my feelings a little bit better and also help me to, um, again, just kind of make friends with those feelings and understand maybe where they're coming from or how they're coming up and not shame them or try to go and lock them in a box. Um, and, and to know that it's okay to feel them in all the ways that we can feel them. So I have this list of four and I'll read them to you really quick and then I'll kind of talk about examples that have, have come up um, quite recently actually in my life <laughs> and, and give you kind of examples and talk about it a bit. So hang in there. This might be a weird episode. Um, but the four that I have here are detached association, paralleled association, empathetic association, and contrasted association. Again, I made these up, but there is purpose here. <laughs> I swear. Um, so when I talk, okay, so let's go, to the, let's go to the first one. We'll just, I'll explain what I mean by all of these, I promise. Um, the first one is detached association. And so this is kind of, the best way I can explain it is when we We'll experience this in movies a lot, probably. Um, that's where it happened for me, and I, I really noticed it. But basically, where like a, a feeling within you is triggered, you know, it again, it might be anger, it might be joy, it might be sadness, it might be whatever, it might be the littlest expression, or it might be the biggest. Who knows? Um, but I'm gonna call it a trigger for just kind of an umbrella term here. Um, but a detached association is when we are triggered to feel something from seeing or hearing about kind of taking in an experience that we've never personally had, but it almost feels like we have. Um, like we can relate to it so deeply, even though that exact scenario has not happened to us. Um, and this can come up in a whole slew of ways, but I'm only going to share the way that that it happened to me because that's what I'm doing this episode. So we recently went to see a movie at the movie theater. Um, and it was, I'm like, I almost didn't know if I wanted to say the movie because I didn't want to spoil anything. <laughs> I don't think I'll, I don't think it'll, it's not going to spoil anything. Anyway, we went and saw Black Widow, uh, the movie, uh, and we went and watched it. And the beginning of the movie it was good. <laughs> this is not a movie movie review show. Uh, the beginning of the movie was good. And then out of nowhere, I was struck so hard with tears. Um, and they just came and I was really shocked. But it was this scene um, basically where, you know, these young girls are, are put in a van and basically ripped away from their families, um, you know, and that's what happened. They were, they were put in a van, ripped away from their families, the life that they had known, the life that they loved, and, um, and were told that it was, you know, it was in their best interest. It was, you know, it was, it was for their betterment and that it was a good thing that it was happening. And I've never... As, as far as I can remember, I've never been shoved in a van like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I do have, you know, trauma in my past where I was removed from my home and was kind of framed in that way or, you know, it, it, it felt that way. This is why it's called detached association. I didn't have that exact experience, 
but the experience that I had felt like what I was witnessing. Like that's that's what it felt like. That was the extremity to me of what I was feeling back then. And that came back up. So that's what I mean by detached, detached association. It may not have actually happened to us, but we have had an experience or we have feelings as though we can innately relate, even though technically we can't because that didn't actually happen to us. Something different happened, but maybe we're so closely related, but are still detached, right? So that's my first example. And yes, it made me ball. Yes, I had to do breathing techniques in a movie theater. And yes, I had to take my sweater and very discreetly try to wipe my eyes. I mean, I didn't have to because like, who cares if people see you cry in a movie theater? Um, but I was just really taken aback by the fact that it, it got me out of nowhere. Um, so, you know, that is that is one of them. Okay, the next one. <laughs> I can sit here and babble forever. Um, the next one is paralleled association. Now, this is one that I'm basically describing as you're having one experience that is triggering an emotion or a feeling, you know, it's making you feel in a certain way that is very close to or almost exactly the same as the way you felt in another experience that you have experienced. (laughs) I hope that makes sense. So like detached was where it was like you felt a way the same way that you might have in the experience that you didn't have. This one, you actually have had both experiences and they feel incredibly similar and your your feelings are happening in the same ways. So this to me happened um, because we have been in the process of looking for a house. Well, we've been in the process for years, but now we are in the process of putting offers on houses and going through those motions. And you know, we had done it a few times and, you know, you put out the offer and then the offer gets denied and then, okay, we go and continue to look for the next house and do the whole thing again. And I had one day where it just kind of, it just kind of hit me very deeply because, um, the house has, has, has a very deep meaning to me. I'm not going to get into here, but it just kind of, it, it holds this deep meaning for me. So it's not just a house. Uh, it's, it's much more than that. And so we were, I was in the car with my husband and I had made the comment that, you know, every time we put an offer on the house and, and we don't get it, you know, I, it's like, I'm okay. I know I will get through it. I know I can deal with it, but it feels the way that miscarriage felt to us. And, we we had gone through two miscarriages. So we knew what that had felt like. And it was just kind of jarring to me that they felt very similar um, in the level of loss and dreams not panned out and allowing your, you know, just the emotions that you kind of go through in both of those scenarios. Um, and again, I will say, you know, just to preface this, everybody has their own experiences with things. I'm speaking from my personal experiences. Um, so, you know, this will look different to everyone. And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to discredit anybody else's experience or or any. No offense is meant here <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. But to me, that was a paralleled association when it came to those emotions and those feelings. And um And so it was interesting to see the two side by side almost um, as much as you can, right? Uh, But to to feel that similarity, 
Okay. All right. And then the next one is empathetic association. And so this one is more of um, you're feeling emotions, you're having feelings arise, or you're being triggered, right? In a way where you have not even remotely um, experienced anything near what is triggering you or what might be bringing that up in you. Um, but you are still feeling really deeply about it, even though you don't have that, you don't even have that detached, detached association or the parallel association. Um, you know, you still, it still brings up emotions in you. So the other day we were, my husband and I were, um, walking around a cemetery. Um, I do preface this by saying, you know, very respectfully, um, not to be, you know, rude or mischievous or whatever it might be. Um, but there is a, a cemetery uh, over, you know, here where we're located. And it was kind of the cemetery that's no longer being used, um, but was from kind of the gold rush era. And so, you know, we're walking around and, and reading tombstones and just kind of, um, you know, taking in the scenery and the space and, and the stillness and everything. And um, there was a lot of uh, tombstones from people that were just very young, um, teenagers or people in their thirties, or even, um, a lot of, a lot of children. And, um, it was just something where, you know, we had gotten into more of a a deeper conversation and it just brought, you know, emotions out of me, um, that I just wasn't expecting. Um, and again, I've never, uh, well, I've never, uh, that's, that's really, that's really complex. <gasps> I was going to say I've never lost a child, but I have lost two. Um, but, you know, never uh, after they've been born or um, any, you know, younger family members or anything like that, um, or even uh, very closely related friends. You know, I'm, I'm very grateful because I know that is not everybody's situation. But again, it was kind of that empathetic association um, of just having these emotions come up from an experience that I could just very as vividly as you can imagine, but also had no correlation to, um, to really understanding the depth of it, but yet it still triggered feelings. So that is the third one. And then the last one is contrasted association. Um, and this one, I don't really have like a, a super specific example around, but, um, this is more so when you have feelings triggered or feelings come up around, around seeing something, this one's kind of tricky to explain, See, having something trigger you, but it's triggering you because of like the opposite expression. So the, the best way I can think of this is like seeing somebody else's success when you have been working really hard towards that might trigger emotions in you um, or feelings to come up because of maybe uh, your own feeling of lack or not being there yet or not having a, have a, having had obtained it, or you, you know, you get what I'm saying. So um, that is a way that I have felt, I, I've experienced, again, I don't have a very specific example besides maybe the one I just gave, um, but just that contrasted association where you see something. Um, and again, this actually, this could be, you know, oh, I do have an example, <laughs> but, um, you know, we've, we've watched shows, um, 
or not even watch shows, but like seeing people where they grow up, you know, in a family maybe that didn't have uh, like divorced parents. And so kind of, you know, having it maybe bring up emotions in myself where I'm like, I have no idea what that's like. For me, actually, this happens probably more often with um, people that have never moved in their life um, and they have lived in the same place their whole lives or grown up or had their entire childhood in one home. And to me, that is so foreign that it brings up emotions because of the contrast, right? Because of the opposite, because I've never experienced anything remotely like that. Um, so it's, it's very, it's, I bring all these up to say that like, we, even with all these different types of ways that feelings can show up, they are still valid. And I and I bring this up because I have had my feelings invalidated so many times um, by other people, by my own, at my own hand, you know, um, and people can, can do that, can say, oh, well, you've never experienced it, so you can't even feel that way about it. And so that's kind of why I wanted to bring in these examples and categories um, so that you understand that like it happens and it's okay to to feel that way. And it's not that you're trying to, you know, make it something that it's not, right? Maybe it's that detached association or something and somebody's like, yeah, you might have experienced something similar, but it's nothing like what actually happened to me, right? So don't even get sad about it because it's, it's nowhere near what I experienced. Um, and that's just, you know, that's just a thing. But, <laughs> but um, you know, you're still allowed. It's not taking away from, you know, whatever's outside of you or whatever. You know, you're not taking away from that. But, it's you know, your feelings are coming up as well. And it's okay to have that happen as long as, of course, you're, you know, not um, doing that in a way where it's like, oh, I know exactly how you feel or, you know, or I, you know. I don't know. Every again, every experience is unique, so we don't ever want to discredit somebody else's um, to then validate our own, <laughs> or or you know step over somebody else's to share then our own. But um, we we want to make sure we validate them for ourselves and know that it's okay. My dog is scratching at the door, and know that it is okay to 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 have those feelings to feel that way, um, no matter what kind of association it might be paired with. It's okay it's okay to have that. Um, and I have like a little like list of some examples here of feelings, you know, being invalidated. Like I've been told that I can't feel sad because I'm pretty. Um, you know, you hear like, you can't be worried because you're well off or you're rich or whatever. Um, or I've, I know I've told myself, well, I'm only feeling this way because I'm bipolar back when I was bipolar and I'm not anymore. But, you know, I was kind of writing off the way I was feeling where it's like, oh, it's just because of that rather than actually saying like, no, there's there's something deeper here and that's why I'm feeling it and that's okay. Um, or, you know, like you can't feel lonely because you have a family or you can't complain because others have it worse. Um, those are those are really invalidating. And that's not that's not healthy. It's not that's not the greatest way to approach things, um, you know. And so this is just kind of my 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 uh, my podcast to you to say like I hope I hope that you you do know that your feelings are valid and that you start to kind of maybe reinforce that more if that's something that you need. Um, and you know feelings can come from 
any kinds of any range of experiences, um, those feelings hold valuable information. You know, if we want to dive into them deeper um, and, and explore them and try to understand them a little better, like they hold valuable information. And, um, and we can learn a lot about ourselves through them. But if we invalidate them, it's doing a disservice to ourselves because we're constantly just writing off. It's like somebody handing you like a book or something that's like, wow, this is really, this is a really informative book. And you're like, cool, I'm going to go burn it because like books are dumb and no, no one needs to read. You know, it's, it's the equivalent of that to just give like the most weird analogy, but you get what I'm saying. So it, you know, it's a disservice to yourself to do that or to allow people to do that to you. Now, if, you know, if you can have that conversation with them, cool. But if not, and you have somebody else invalidating your feelings, just again, come back home and reaffirm yourself. Um, Let them say whatever they want to say. But, you know, and again, if you can have that conversation with them and they're understanding, cool. Um, But otherwise, you know, reassure yourself that your feelings are valid. Um, And that's okay. And and Ollie said it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also just to make this little point as well, um, your feelings can be valid and they also don't have to overrun you. They don't have to run the show. They don't have to overtake your life. Um, you don't have to be, you know, victimized or feel powerless to your own feelings. Um, you can acknowledge them and you can validate them and you can understand them and show them appreciation, right? But also say like, okay, like I like I did in the movie theater, right? Like I felt that and I understood that and I realized that that was coming up from past trauma as well. And so in that moment, I did acknowledge it, but I also did allow myself to breathe through it and to and to allow those feelings to um, subside a bit and to, you know, transmute into something calmer and um, that felt more collected and this, you know, something that, you know, I didn't just write off and dismiss um, or try to pretend wasn't happening, but I allowed myself to kind of move through and, and process as well. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you know that your feelings are valid. And um, I don't know, I hope my weird categories that I made were beneficial to you and helped maybe you um, see them a little differently or um, help to create more understanding around those feelings that you're having. So if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and Empowered University at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome, I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.